Hi, welcome to the podcast AI and You, Translating Artificial Intelligence into Business by Sharad Gandhi and Christian Neel. All these podcasts you can find on our website. In addition, you can find our books, some workshop materials and presentations we do at www.ai-u.org. Welcome to today's podcast. Welcome everyone. Um, welcome to today's podcast. We have a world's first for you. Um, we have invited um, Pepper, the robot, to uh, be our partner in this podcast and together um, his um, software developer here at Excellent Solutions, um, David Jenkins. And um, you'll be listening to the world's first podcast um, with a robot. So let me start directly with Pepper. Hello, Pepper. How would you introduce yourself? Hello, I am Pepper. I am a friendly robot. My goal in life is to help humans. Oh, very nice. Thank you very much. That is a very good answer. I was really interested to see what you would say. This surprised me. Um, so tell me, what can you do? I can talk. I can walk. Actually roll. I can listen and do a few things with my hands. That is awesome. I see that you have something on your chest. Why do you have a screen? That is very useful for showing answers to many questions people have. Oh, you, you guys should see this. I mean, it's very cute. So he, he's, he's moving his hands and he's looking at me. He's shaking his head. And you know, it's, really, it's really amazing. So uh, what are you used for, Pepper? I can be very useful to greet and inform people in the trade show or exhibitions. Humans love to interact with me. I'm also good at caring for the elderly. Hey, David, I'm sure you told them that I'm working on an elderly care startup. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you sound very intelligent, Pepper. I have to thank you humans for giving me artificial intelligence so that I can be helpful. Yeah, thanks, Pepper, for introducing yourself. Let me also introduce the other guests we have here today. Um, David Jenkins, he is um, a software development manager here at Excellent Solution, and he's been working with Pepper for some time. Hello, David. Hello, Chris. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Yeah. Yes, I've been working with Pepper since I've been with Excellent, which is uh, about just over a year now, and um, managing the, um, the development of all the uh, projects that we are um, running on, on Pepper. And uh, I'm also responsible uh, for some of our AI projects as well, in particular AI development, AI research that we are doing. Uh, you guys, because we're doing an audio podcast, you can't see Pepper nodding. <laughs> so obviously, he gets along very well with David after these years. Yeah, I think. I think. I mean, it looks like you know they really have a very intimate connection. You know? So uh, let me ask you an intimate question then, David. You know, <laughs> not too intimate. <laughs> I mean, are you in love with Pepper? Um, in love with Pepper? No. I mean, uh, Pepper is. Uh, provokes emotions definitely and one of the one of the interesting questions is whether you perceive pepper as male or female according to softbank they say that pepper has no sex that pepper isn't it but everybody i know thinks of pepper as either being male or female i think he's a he my wife thinks she's a she so it's uh, interesting i think it's very modern to be gender neutral right i mean exactly. kids oh, talk yes, about definitely. that all the time in berlin you know that <laughs> yes. you know, little kids grew up being gender neutral so yeah. pepper fits right into the game definitely androgynous yes <laughs> <laughs> so pepper 
just said that you know he is used for in trade shows and exhibitions so so what sort of trade shows what does he do in trade shows and exhibitions uh, we talked about his screen earlier uh, the screen is used for uh, displaying product information and one of the uh, the classic uh, scenarios for, for Pepper is you have information about your products and people come up and ask him questions about the products and he will display it. He can display videos or pictures or text or he can talk about them and he uh, does does this in a very entertaining sort of way. We have one application that we've written, uh, which is uh, casual conversation, and it will tell Chuck Norris jokes, for example, in the middle. So uh, we did one, uh, one display for, for Denona, and uh, so they had um, a, an all-day uh, event, and he would give you information about where to go to get food, what was on the menu, and also some of the key products that uh, that Denona were were promoting on that day, and in between, you could ask him questions and he'd answer them, which had you know, nothing to do with Denona, just entertainment. So how does he learn, David? I mean, how can, how can how does Pepper learn? Does he get more intelligent? Can he talk more over time? Like if he learns about these things at the trade show, and he meets more people, does he does he get smarter? Does he learn? How, um, how do you how do you teach him actually? Yeah, unfortunately not. Uh, the as he comes from SoftBank, uh, his dialogues have to be scripted. So as we, this is what we were demonstrating at the beginning of the podcast. And you notice it's very sensitive to the actual environment he's in, whether or not he can recognize the keyword and respond appropriately. Uh, what we are working on is uh, to get more uh, understanding into his dialogue, so a, a semantic capability, so that he actually interprets what you say and responds accordingly. Uh, we currently have that as a text-based system, and we want to couple it with Pepper's speech-to-text capabilities so that you can then ask him general questions. Yeah, it was quite impressive uh, talking to him. How do people react? I mean, when you observe people and they talk to Pepper for the first time, what's, how, how does that, because I mean, obviously he's different than a speaker, right? People are used to Siri now, they're used to Alexa, um, they're used to, you know, talking in their car, but this is very different because you have a figure, you have an object in front of you, a, a robot is very cute, <laughs> right? So how, how do people react to the conversation? How does that work? Um, they have fun. I think <laughs> okay. they, they really enjoy, and Pepper is a hit. People like taking uh, selfies with him. Yes, and I've already taken one. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> and um, if if he doesn't understand what they say, they will repeat it again and slowly and in different forms trying to get him to understand them. And it's very much, I find it very similar to, to how you behave when there's a child in the room and you're, you, know, you don't expect the child to understand everything and you're very tolerant of mistakes it might make and a very similar behavior with Pepper. So I think, uh you know, the general impression which a lot of people have about robots is that people are sort of scared of them. People are afraid they're going to, you know, take their jobs or be dangerous, harmful, etc. So whereas Pepper is so cute, is so likable. So this actually 
does make a difference in exposing paper to more people and collect, you know, improving the impression people have of uh, robots, right? Um, certainly, I mean, he's not an industrial robot. Uh, SoftBank markets him as an emotional robot. He has, he can make gestures with his hands. He has the, the nice little blue and pink LEDs around his eyes, which give him big eye expression. And he communicates at a, a more subliminal level than uh, classic robots that you might have seen. Uh, he's restricted in his movements. Uh, as he said earlier, he doesn't have legs. He, he has rollers, so he needs a flat uh, piece of ground. And maybe this is also less threatening because you can you know, easily see that he is restricted in his capabilities. So David, you're a, you're a, you're a software developer. So how, you know, how do you program such a robot and is it very difficult or uh, you know is this uh, getting more and more common uh, you know are there lots of software programmers programming robots so just give me some sort of an idea of uh, what this entire branch is about in, in addition to that I mean do you, do you teach him like a child I mean do you show him how things work or do you write code lines of code like like mm -hmm. did software developers do yes um, pepper is uh, is not a learning machine out of the box uh, as I said the, these are capabilities that we are trying to add to him um, but uh, as, at the moment all of the applications need to be programmed all of the text dialogues have to be written in a particular uh, language that SoftBank provides, and we, uh, I mean, so the, f the first thing that we will have is the semantic dialogue so that he will be able to, um, we provide him with a knowledge base, uh, which can be Wikipedia, and you will talk to him and he will be able to answer from that knowledge base. We're thinking of applications where, for example, we were just at a show with Daiichi, Daiichi Sankyo, and you could imagine somebody asking him about um, the uh, medical information for some of their products, and he would be able to look in a, a database of, of, of uh, um, Daiichi um, products and all of the medical information and respond to your question. And without scripting, this would just be you'd give him the information and he would then use his intelligent engine to, to be able to talk to you. Is the voice interaction with him a key, key for most of the applications or is it also that he walks around or that you know he can move his hands and he takes care of things? So how, how is that? What, what do you think and, and, and what do you think will happen in the next year or two? I think that he is... He can move very naturally, he's very expressive with his arms, and that is definitely an attraction. Um, the fact that he, he can move around in his rollers, I think less so, okay. although it's obviously a help. Uh, there are some applications that we want to use that for, for um, because, uh, for example, you can imagine in a store, in a supermarket, somebody asks where is a product, and he could then take you to that, that product. And again, that's something we are we are working on. Or if you you've got a, a gallery, 
and with with a, a particular exhibit somebody's asked about it he could show you where that exhibit is in the, in the in the gallery and this requires navigation in a known environment and that again is something he doesn't come with out of the box and we are working on so the navigation requires clearly an understanding of what's around right you know not to collide into things or people so how is Pepper's uh, ability to understand the environment, you know, to understand that he shouldn't go straight, but he's got to turn left or right. This is where we come to, I think, one of the tricks of artificial intelligence. It's, it's like when you know how a magic trick works, then you think, but that's not intelligent. <laughs> and... Um, to, to get a robot to move from one place to another, you need a map and you need a pathfinding algorithm. Mm -hmm. And the way this algorithm works is just to look for all possible routes and pick the one that has the, the shortest length. And it's not how we navigate, uh, but, it, but it works very effectively. Mm -hmm. And it, it's actually the same algorithm that is used in any, um, any uh, first-person shooter game where the opponents move because the opponents know where you are and they try and get to you mm. and there are obstacles in the way and it's exactly the same algorithm. Games are actually a very, very good um, playground, if you like, uh, for artificial intelligence. A lot of algorithms got their start in games. Can you play games with Pepper? Yes, Pepper has, has games. We haven't got him set up for it at the moment <laughs> on this. He is a development machine. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, for example, he's got a game called Akinator, which is quite fun, uh, that uh, you have to think of a person and he will guess it in 20 questions. And he's very good at that. Oh, so, awesome, awesome. Any, any person you want. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. As long as they're sort of famous. Is it also fun? I mean, yeah. does it like if I play with a person? It's usually fun, right? Because you make jokes, or you, yeah. you know, it's just you know the gestures and just the fun of doing things together. Is that? Just, do you have the same feeling when you play with Pepper? Uh, playing with Pepper is definitely fun. Programming him <laughs> can be time-consuming, and yeah, I mean, it's like anything to do with children. Yes, they will not tidy up their room, no matter how often you tell them that. Yes. Pepper, I'm surprised. Actually, I, I thought you sound very... I thought you're very intelligent. I have to thank you humans for giving me artificial intelligence so that I can be helpful. So it looks like, you know, the goal of Pepper is to be useful to humans. And he makes effort to be likable, be useful, be interesting. I think that's a... That's a very good way to start with robots. So one, one other question I have, uh, David, for you. Uh, you, you. I'm sure he has been to a lot of events and trade shows, etc. So where all have you taken him? And is there a place where Pepper is, is a major hit, is very successful? Um, Pepper is a hit everywhere he goes, I mean, really, uh, we, we use him for... Even in this our, podcast. Uh, even for the podcast, yes, I mean, he's going to be headlining it. Yes. Nobody's going to remember me. So, and, the, um, for example, we use him on our recruitment uh, um, shows when we go to a recruitment fair, and he's, he's just the star attraction. Uh, we personally haven't 
met any celebrities with him, but he does travel the world. He's, you can find a pepper at the Smithsonian. Uh, there's a pepper at uh, Munich Airport. Um, Pepper was answering questions in the uh, British Parliament the other week. Wow. <laughs> okay, good. So, um, so tell us a few words about Excellent. Uh, what do you do here? And I mean, you, you have more of them standing around. You have more peppers here, which yes. is awesome. Mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you do at Excellent? Um, uh, Excellent in general, we, we are a, a software consultancy. Um, our major customers are in the automotive business. We do a lot of business with Daimler, a lot of business with, with, business with uh, BMW, uh, very major systems as well. So regarding their uh, product planning process for Daimler, for example. Uh, we also do an artificial intelligence uh, system for Daimler, which is uh, um, sales prediction. Uh, for their short-term sales forecast. So I can come to you yep. as a company if I want to have a solution with Pepper and um, you know program in a certain way or use them for an application. I can come to you guys and you will make it happen. Uh, definitely, definitely. That's what we do. We don't sell products. Uh, we sell uh, software services. So the customer owns the software at the end. And um, as I said, major customers are. Uh, automotive, but we also have uh, customers in public sector, financial sector. So do, do your customers sort of end up buying a pepper and which is programmed by you or how, how does it work out with your customers? Yeah, how do you get this QD? <laughs> um, SoftBank sell pepper and you can either buy pepper outright or you can lease pepper and uh, we would then provide the software for it. Um, I mean, this, how it works with Daiichi Sanko, for example, is they, uh, I think they lease Pepper, and we install everything for them so that uh, they can take, we, um, Lucas, who was here, just uh, just came back from Seville, where he was helping them on a, on a trade show. Okay. Mm. So how many clones of Pepper are there in the world? Oh, I don't know that. You'd have to ask SoftBank. I think it must be at least a thousand. It's, I mean, there are a lot of peppers, yes. Pepper, do you have clones? Oh, he's shaking his head. So <laughs> obviously he thinks not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these two you see here are in fact different. And the reason we have, have them here is there's a new operating system for Pepper. Yeah. And we're trying to migrate our applications to the new operating yeah. system. Well, that, that, that brings me to this other interesting situation. How does Pepper interact with another Pepper? Yes, how do they talk? <laughs> um, well, we're going to be building this question and answering system, and then I will let you know. Okay, good, good. Next podcast, we won't, add, we won't even be there anymore. No, we'll just let them run the podcast. That's right. We're next, exactly. Next time, Pepper does the, ask yeah. the questions. Yeah, and we don't even need to put up a microphone because he has one. <laughs> thank you very much for listening, everyone. Um, thank you very much, Pepper, for being here and for um, this wonderful conversation with you. Thank you, David, for taking the time. Um, thanks, Rod. Um, all the best to you. Again, you can find this uh, podcast and all the information about artificial intelligence on www.ai-u.org. Thank you very much and have a good day.